Clayton Safey. Clayton, when did you move out of your house? What age? Uh, college and then uh, a couple years ago again for uh, Ann Arbor. <laughs> wow. So you were, you were living at home and then the Wolverine.com, you moved to Ann Arbor. So you're living at yep. home, what, a couple years after college, right? Yep. Yeah, so you get, right. the, you get set, you save a little money, you're... You know, mom makes great, makes that great bubble pizza, which you've never brought me in. Uh, you've told me 20 times. They live in Grand Rapids and listen on 96.1 The Game. But Mama Safey's never brought me in the bubble pizza. You promised that like nine times, maybe. It's coming. Oh, yeah. It's coming. I'm, 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 oh, I'm waiting. I haven't ate. I can't wait. I'm, I'm saving my appetite uh, for that. Uh, let's move on and talk about Iowa getting 11 from Michigan at home. And I'm no J.J. McCarthy road, big road game start. There were some question marks, uh, at least in that first half of the Maryland game at home. I don't know what to think about Saturday. I'm feeling Michigan winning a tight one. Uh, Your thoughts on that 11-point spread on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board and that game Saturday in Iowa City? Yeah, it's just so tough to say. I mean, the Iowa team has been so interesting to watch so far this season. I mean, they've only scored, uh, I think it's like 49 points or 43 points or something this season. I was just looking at it earlier. There's only been like 59 points scored in their games overall. Um, so you look at their offense, and it's just so bad. I mean, under Brian Ferentz, you know, son of the head coach, Kirk Ferentz, um, a lot of complaints, obviously, down in Iowa City about that. But then you flip to the other side of the ball, and you see one of the better defenses in college football leading the country in you know scoring defense, which obviously doesn't mean a ton right now because of level of competition, not only them, but other teams have played so far. But it's still really impressive what they've done. They force a ton of turnovers. Going back to the beginning of last season, they have 30 interceptions, uh, which is the most in the country. So they thrive off of that. They had two defensive touchdowns last week. So it scares you when you look at their defense from a Michigan standpoint, but then you look at their offense, and there's really nothing to be too worried about other than maybe their tight end, Sam Laporta. Um, Michigan, you know, finally got tested, and I do think that was probably a good thing for J.J. Michigan team heading into a game like this. But the environment's going to be raucous. I think Michigan is fortunate that this is a noon game. Um, and, you know, they're going to put J.J. McCarthy to the test. Bill Parker, Iowa's defensive coordinator, they like to confuse you. They play a lot of zone, so when the ball does get tipped or you know there's an overthrow, there's a lot of guys facing in at the football and you know going to try to intercept it. So I think this is going to be a battle for Michigan. I do think the spread is fairly accurate because I do think that it's going to be tight all the way and maybe Michigan scores a touchdown late to kind of pull away. I think that's kind of what they're betting on there. But it is interesting talking to some uh, you know, colleagues, I guess, earlier at a uh, press conference, a lot of the money's in on Iowa, but the spread keeps growing towards Michigan. So that's kind of an interesting thing there. I think Vegas is pretty confident from the Michigan side of things, but uh, I don't pretend to know too much about that. But it is very interesting that it's moving out, you know, opened at nine and a half and is now at 11. What do you like about this Michigan team after three games and what concerns you not only going into Saturday, but long-term the rest of the season? I like a lot about this Michigan team. I, I do think that, uh, that, you know, the offense in terms of the skill players, the offensive line, I thought they had their best game last week against Maryland. Um, you know, I, I think that they're going to be just fine uh, defensively. 
pass rush still con- concerns me. But, hey, when you really look at the quarterbacks and the passing games that Michigan's going to face throughout the rest of the season, you know, Maryland was one of the tougher tests, to be quite honest with you, with uh, Talia Tagovailoa. You look at Ohio State, that's its own beast in and of itself. Uh, Sean Clifford at Penn State, Peyton Thorne at Michigan State. I mean, those are okay quarterbacks. I know Thorne has kind of taken a little bit of a step back. So in terms of pass rush, um, you know, it's not the end of the world that you don't have a totally elite one at this point in the season like you did last year. Um, Concern a little bit with the way they didn't stop the run at times against Maryland last week. And I think Iowa's going to line up, of course, and run it right at them. So that'll be a challenge. Um, But, yeah, I I like – J.J. McCarthy at quarterback, he's still kind of one of those unknowns into in, a degree. Um, you know, it, it's funny, he had hardly, like half his snaps of this season came last week. He hadn't played a full game leading into that game. So uh, we're still learning about this kid. You know, he's not a finished product yet. He's going to be put to the test on Saturday against Iowa. And if he passes that one, then I think you feel really good about Michigan's chances. Penn State looks tougher maybe than we originally thought, but you never know when that game's at home. So, I mean, you kind of get past this one and you start to, you know, really feel confident about what Michigan can do heading into late October, November, and then it would set up potentially an epic, uh, you know, rematch of sorts in Ohio State. Clayton, I look at this Iowa game on Saturday for Michigan, kind of like I did going to Madison last year. It will tell me if they're championship ready. Completely agree. It's funny how the schedule sets up similarly. Four straight home games to open things up. I know they had a tougher slate last year against Washington, but that was not a very good Washington team, and they were banged up. They had the test against Rutgers where they had to hang on and win by seven points, win by seven against Maryland last weekend, and you go into a place in a Big Ten West opponent that is traditionally very good, uh, that has a really good defense, and you know you, you have to learn about your team how are they going to handle the element, uh, you know, of being out in the, uh, you know, in a tough road environment? Um, you know, every team's different. A lot of guys are the same from last season, and they say that they're going to take that same mentality they had when they went into Camp Randall and, you know, into Lincoln and beat Nebraska in a tough game, went into Penn State and, and gutted out a win in mid-November. But you never know until you're there. So, um, but I, I do agree. I think it's very similar, and I think we could see Michigan – you know, this could be a statement type of win for Michigan, or they could, you know, squeak out a win and you move on, you know, to the next week. I think either thing, uh, it would be a positive for Michigan certainly to come out with a win. But that Wisconsin game was kind of the first time that you really felt like, okay, this is a really good Michigan team here. They have a chance to do something. And I think if Michigan puts on a, dis- you know, a real nice showing on Saturday against Iowa, we could have that same type of feeling about this team heading into the rest of the way. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line Talk in Michigan and Iowa on Saturday in Big Ten football action. Uh, who's been the most underused player through four games, whether it's by design? I asked Ballas' question earlier. Whether it's by design, saving the playbook, some of it for your first big game, which is Saturday on the road. Uh, who do you think needs to touch the ball more on the Michigan offense? I can venture a guess to see uh... – I mean, he probably said Andrew Anthony, right? Bingo, you're going to the bonus round, Clayton. <laughs> there you go. Because uh, we've talked about this a decent amount on our podcast and just kind of, you know, chatting about this team. Uh, Andrew Anthony is a guy who I think is a dangerous weapon from the wide receiver spot out of East Lansing. The sophomore obviously had the huge game against Michigan State, but has only had uh, multiple catches in just a few games in his career. We saw him 
get targeted a few times last game. He had the one catch. But I still think he can be a force when it comes to stretching the field vertically. And I know if J.J. McCarthy would have hit him one or two times, then you're talking about a different story here. But I think he has more to show. But at the same time, you look at the Michigan receiving core, and there are a lot of guys that are producing in front of him too. So, you know, to a certain extent, you got to wait your turn. But I think he'll get involved more. I would say it's probably Andrew Anthony. And then I want to see Donovan Edwards uh, continue to hear that he's progressing injury-wise heading into this game, and it would be huge for them to have a weapon like him who they can you know, not only use as a traditional running back to give Blake Corum a blow because he had to carry 30 times last game, but a guy that you can line up in the slot, a guy that you can you know, have a run, run a route out of the backfield. Um, we saw him at 10, cat, uh, 10 catches against Maryland last season, uh, a Michigan running back record. So the, the possibilities are endless when you start to – get him back in the mix, in my opinion. But I'd like to see more out of those two guys. And one of them, Donovan Edwards, obviously not his fault, uh, been out the last couple of weeks with an injury. Yeah, same two guys. He said Anthony, I said Edwards. Uh, you're right with us, Clayton Safey, uh, talking about players you'd like to see touch the ball more. And I agree with Anthony, and especially Edwards and his ability out of the backfield and what we witnessed last year uh, in a Michigan uniform. You can follow everything Michigan football preview the Iowa game on Saturday in Iowa City at the Wolverine.com. Clayton Safey uh, checking in. Mom, man, always good to hear your voice. Tell your mom I'm waiting on that bubble pizza delivery to the huge studios here at our flagship station, 96-1, the game in Grand Rapids. I know your entire family listens every day, so tell them I need the bubble pizza. It's coming. I promise yeah, I'll Okay, well, I think, I think you said that during spring ball back in April. It's true. It's true. <laughs> we love you, Clayton. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. He, I Every time I have him on, I say something where he just, what do I say? What do I say?